I don't find myself recording in the same kind of uh, frequency when I'm driving to gigs or coming back from gigs. I always used to have these things to say because the ideas that I was thinking of were so new. Everything was so strange. Like, oh my goodness, I'm going to shows and something crazy happened at the bar and I met these incredible people and then they were inspiring and uh, like the most unlikely, you know, karma whatever happened you know and those things are so frequent like they're always happening they just all the time every day and every night and I don't feel compelled to pick up the phone and record every single time something happens because now I realize that's just your life it used to be so out of the box out of the ordinary like wow this is crazy man this is not like working nine to five and being a fucking slave now it's not about that anyone who follows my socials if you follow my facebook page or on my twitter and my instagram i'm always posting motivational bits from the people that are motivating me i freaking come across it i post it immediately so that is kind of like automatic share right and i find now when i'm picking up the phone it's to highlight or underline some kind of new development in my thinking. Something that is, <laughs> it's still weird, it's still chaos, but it's something that is pushing me maybe in a new direction. Because the regular day stuff now is not like the kind of thing that I want to talk about anymore. <laughs> it's just like, ah, whatever. I've got so many fun stories. The quality of my life is so much better. And the people that I'm connecting with are all just sharing in that fucking energy. Every single show is an opportunity to freaking hang out with cool people. Whether they're having a good day or a bad day, we vibe together. We always fucking vibe together. It's uncanny. Now the things that I'm finding that I want to talk about are the ones that are taking me even more further into the uncomfortable places. Like this notion of being comfortable with the uncomfortable has always been a mantra for me. I try and recognize when it happens that there's a little bit of like, no, this is, don't get into the cozy slippers. Don't get into the comfy sweater and freaking, you know, curl up in the blanket. That is a sign that it's time to rethink things. It really works. Time is limited and the importance of ending each day thinking that I do something better, that I grow, that I challenge myself, and that I accomplish something that I never would have thought I would have been doing uh, like a year ago. That's the kind of thing that I'm, you know, trying to talk about. Let's see what kind of content comes out of it. I don't fucking know. Toodaloo. Canada. Fuck, I love being a Canadian. Fucking booking shows in the rain on a run. I realize it's an opportunity and a reminder. We make the fucking stupidest bullshit excuses for ourselves, man. Hey, buddy. What news from the front? I love this home. There's a lovely old couple here that takes such immaculate care of their lawn. They love gardening and they are always doing it together like a lovely old couple in love. Stuff to aspire for, you know. Oh
I love coming to this place. There's a park near my house. It's a very long park. Uh, there's a, quite a ways before you get anywhere close to the street. And at this sort of drop off, it's a little bit of like sort of, I don't know, a three feet, four foot difference between the ground level and, and the water. And we used to come here when I was a kid and we would make little bonfires and drink beer and smoke cigarettes and shit and sometimes swim out to that little island right there and nobody would notice because it was just low enough that any cops or you know cars that were driving on the lakeshore couldn't see what was going on. We had our own little oasis in like the middle in plain sight, right? Hiding in plain sight. It was just so lovely. So it, it, it bears a lot of memories from me. I have a lot of emotions attached to this place. And it's a great, uh, great spot to just come and reflect. And uh, after the amazing experience of recording Tarek's just kick-ass rock song, I can't wait. I mean, probably by the time this comes out, it'll be released because supposedly it's it's coming out for Canada Day. That was the plan. And what a ride. What an incredible experience. We had so much fun. We're closer friends now for the process that we went through together and just a great story. Lots of cool shit that happened in the studio. And a fellow multi-instrumentalist like him, it was just, it was really cool to be able to sort of record a guy just like me who plays everything. We both have our strengths and weaknesses, you know, but we're just trying to do all of it for the ability to say we did all of it. And it's a flex, yes. It's a bit of a show off, yes. But it's also, and I get what he's talking about. It's a personal challenge. Like you take it upon yourself to say, you know what, I wanna do this. This is a milestone for me. I need to accomplish this. I need to say that I did it. Is it the best possible version of every single track? No, man, you could fucking pay session players and studio guys to come in and do all of the different drums and bass, 100%. I mean, lead guitar is still at the wazoo now that my Rolodex is full. But what an, an incredible accomplishment, a sense of, ah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I did this and to accept all the little bobos and sort of little mistakes along the way and say but it's pretty damn good it's given me a lot of insight in how I want to do songs in the future there are some that I'm going absolutely to want to do on my own all the tracks but I think and I understand with this process what it's taught me is that I want the songs to be the best possible version that they can be and if it requires someone who is just infinitely better at lead guitar or infinitely better at saxophone, <laughs> whatever. Then you go and get the best possible person that you have access to and that you can afford and do it and make a mark with all of the resources available to you. There's, there's something fun and, and uh, important to be said about doing everything yourself sometimes, but when it comes down to it, you need to do the best possible thing that you can right now, every single day, right? Just finished listening to the master track that I'm about to send to Tarek. I think we both have a smile on our face. After a lot of back and forth, he's a very, very talented dude with a discerning idea about what he wants. We just worked together so well on creating something I know he's going to be proud of, but I'm also proud myself. Can't wait for you to hear it. Check it out. Tarek Bannon. Go find him. Dude. Canada Day, Mr. Cardinal. See ya. One of my favorite things on the barbecue is salmon. I love doing the Cajun sort of rub. Having it as leftovers in a salmon salad sandwich is so good. Oh my God. It's the best thing in the world. Love it. Make it. <laughs> Just us cats. I learned a whole bunch of cool stuff working with Tarek, and I'm really thankful that he he made himself a mandate. Like, I'm gonna fucking release this song for Canada Day. That was his 
mission. He just had this in his head. By virtue of that, it was it became my mission to accommodate like fucking right, man. We're gonna speed it up. We're gonna go, you know, full tilt and make sure that your song does get out on time. It allowed me to really put myself through my own paces on the engineering side and learn about Ableton, what I can do with it, and applying all of the things that I've learned about gain staging and basic, you know, effects and how to position things in the in the in the stereo field and just really simple basic stuff i don't pretend to be an expert mixer or engineer by any stretch but i do feel as though i learned a lot and it allows me to be able to accelerate the process for my own originals and now that's what i uh, have on my calendar is a commitment to releasing and it's the first time i've said it because usually what happens is i'm careful to say it because if i say it i have to fucking do it and now my commitment is to release a new original song every month. Anyone who knows about songwriting or engineering or recording and stuff knows that it's a process. It's not just about putting out the song. It's about putting out the best possible version of the song that I can muster out of everything that I've got access to. And because I do have a very quality uh, performing band, live band, I have access to these fucking kick-ass musicians. And beyond that, I've got access to other session players that I've come to know as friends. Uh, but when you start to think about, well, hey, can I you know, give these people a little bit of money and have them come in and do some recordings? So now the talent pool at my disposal is freaking huge and I have literally no excuse that's holding me back from putting out the best possible versions of all my music that I've ever done in my entire life and I don't think of that as a yay it's a victory I win it's just it's the next thing that I really feel that I need to do in order to push myself to the boundaries of what I'm capable of today and who knows next month and the month after by doing anything repetitively you just become better at it and so I really have Tarek to thank for helping himself by pushing himself to do what he considered a passion project of playing all the instruments and by proxy pushing me to be a better engineer so that I can take that and turn it around into an advantage for when it comes to doing my own stuff. So today begins the process. And I had to choose a song. I'm gonna be doing Pretty Shannon, which is a Celtic rock ditty that I wrote a while back. It's gonna kickstart the 24 song project because it is the first song. It's the 1 a.m. song in that 24 song opus. And it's time to get it done. There's one of my good friends who's been a huge supporter of pretty much everything that I've been doing musically since the comeback. She comes out to uh, support the jam nights on Thursday nights at my local pub. And she brings people, she brings energy, she dances. She's a wonderful lady. She's one of my closest musical friends and partners in crime and a future as yet unclear to me of how we're gonna collaborate and ally. Um, but she's uh, started her own jam night at another local place in the same town. No uncertain terms. She told me directly, she says, Paul, I made sure to do it on a night that is not the same as your jam night. So much respect and so much just courtesy and candor. Like what a wonderful human being and good for her. So what the fuck are we doing tonight? We're gonna go support solidarity, Lady J's jam night at Cape Cod. Let's go bring in the bass. I'm a bassist tonight, come on.
Judy, what's going on? Where are we? What is this? What we're, is this? We're at Cape Cod in St. Anne de Bellevue. It's freaking gorgeous. The first night. And of, these handsome dudes. I've got, I've got my men in the house. No, no, it's a video, man. It's a video. Sure you can. As much as you fucking want. Happy first jam night. Let's go, Judy. Somebody else yeah. <laughs> Buddy, that's why we don't record around dinner time Because you're noisy Hello Bro. It's not dinner time <laughs> That's one of the things I learned with Tarek very quickly. Fucking cats in the studio were annoying. Holy shit. So I think after doing that exercise um, of piecing together one final drum track, I can say that this kit mic setup is done. I can take it apart. And thankfully the snare survived. I had a problem with the snare skin. I thought it was something to do with the rim and I falsely accused my buddy Steve <laughs> of faulty construction that has nothing to do with the shell or anything like that. It's the actual snare skin itself that has come detached from the rim. So the, the skin comes up and the rim goes down. The rim of the skin was down here where I would do sort of shots like this on the snare, hitting the rim at the same time to get that loud sound. And it's obviously disconnected the rim of the snare. Anyway, I put that up here and managed to get through the take. And it seems to be good, but I gotta get a new skin. Time to shop. Welcome to day two of uh, Pretty Shannon. Today, uh, focusing on making one good drum track out of all of the 12 takes that I did yesterday. So funny. The first five or six takes, unfortunately, didn't make the grade because the uh, the muffle uh, on the top of the snare was omitted. And I was like, fuck, it sure is ringing loud. Like, wow, I'll just fix it in the mix. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so not a drummer. It was obviously a mistake. So I've got a whole bunch of takes that uh, I'm going to um, go through one by one today. So let's make a drum track. My kick drum foot was so tired at the end of the day. So we're going for... Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> it's going to take a while. Fuck. This is the problem about not being a, a pro drummer. Is you have to fucking manage 85 takes. Oh, my pretty Shannon. Yeah, that's good. That'll be fine. That'll be fine. Yay, pretty Shannon. Fucking drums done. Okay, so bass. Yeah, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to do the bass tracks. I'm going to set up combo in the live room the preamp here but before i do the recordings i'm going to fucking have lunch yeah we're done with drums i'm fucking committing to the drums i'm turning off the feed the gain ah it's done i said earlier at the end of the previous clip uh, after mixing the drums i said this is hard and it's chris williamson who rightly said in one of his posts that he always takes note of when something is hard and that's the point where he remembers immediately to think that that's where most people fucking quit. The fact that he keeps going and does what he said he was going to do sets him apart. 
in the highest percentage of people. Not because he's the best or to be the most proficient in anything. It's just the fact that he doesn't stop. So that's exactly what I'm doing. You don't stop. Fucking lot shorter than drum tracks, fuck! That's all right, I like that, that's good. Without a doubt, final takes of bass. Literally thinking, what is the most effective use of my time right now? Lingering on a bass track, uh, on guitar tracks? Here's the thing, logic. Will I be able to finish all the tracks today? The answer to that is no, because I won't do vocals today. I could do either electric or acoustic, but not both. That's the thing. I would love to have a day next session would be, what would be the ideal is that I could sit down first thing in the morning after posting my socials and just fuck around with an electric sound or five, record a bunch of stuff casually with no sense of, oh my God, I have a show. I have my dates for July gigs, so I could pick a day where I'm gonna record and whatever other tasks I was doing that day, I would offset them into another day and then make that a guitar day. I could have shaved the first day in half by practicing the drums beforehand instead of recording 12 takes. So I think it's a three day process, three recording days plus a practice day. All right, so session today done. Welcome to day three. Pretty Shannon, number one song in the 24 hour, 24 song project. I don't own a mandolin. So acoustic one, acoustic two. In the absence of either acoustic rhythm two or electric rhythm two, I think a mandolin would be an amazing addition. I've thought of a piano in this, but I kind of want to keep it a little bit more folky, Celtic, unless it would be like a detuned sort of ragtime piano that comes in. Actually, that might be a better approach. Bar piano. I might be able to ask Rick if he'd be interested in doing something. The piano only comes in for the solo and then is missing until the very end. That could be cool. That is a fucking nice dynamic. I like that. That's cool. All right. I would definitely do a track looped so I can just do two or three takes and we're going to do it in the sound room. I've tried uh, large diaphragm condensers on the acoustics and just don't really love it. I don't love getting the low 20 hertz and 30 hertz nonsense garbage from the wood of the body. Don't love it. What a fucked up day. You can't make this shit up. That, that's like really funny. So here's the story. Uh, it was just minding my business. Setting up to record the acoustic guitar tracks from Pretty Shannon. At around noon, I was getting started and I was all finished my other stuff for the morning. But I knew full well that my internet uh, wire, uh, and it had been unfortunately sabotaged by a passing truck this morning, which meant that it was too low. Called my ISP uh, and they came at uh, earlier than expected, around 1 p.m., which was awesome, 12.30, 1 o'clock, and problem solved. And so he literally at around 2.30 or so tested and said, okay, reboot the modem, make sure everything works inside. I did so, awesome, Wi-Fi, all good. One minute 
later, the power went out. <laughs> the fucking power went out across all of the Western Island of Montreal. No power for two hours. So like it was just not in the cards today to record or do anything. It's like there's no there's no recording happening today. So the third day of recording is a wash on account of just uh, unforeseen shit. And uh, it's just funny. You can't make that up. Like it wasn't happening today. It wasn't supposed to happen today. I tried. You know what? Having said all that, I'll probably still do the acoustic guitar track. We'll see. After I back up my files. Bootsy, you ready? Dude, just in G. It's in G. You don't need the capo. You ready? One, two, three, go. Go. Yep. Let's start again. One. Fucking whoops, jump into my whoops, thing whoops, whoops. with a meow. You're annoying. We'll keep that in. <laughs> he fucking every time, you guys. That was all right. I really liked that. That had dynamics and everything that I was looking for. After everything that went on, no internet, no power. Did my fucking 7K run in 30 degree heat? I'm bragging a bit. Fuck yeah, man. At some point, you gotta be proud of what you do. I kept all the fucking promises to myself, man. All of the fucking promises. So I don't feel bad at all. I fucking bypassed everybody on the couch today. So if I got an acoustic guitar track in, and I'm doing a show tonight, fuck you. That's the way to do it. Let's hear the cat. Yeah, that's why I just don't understand.